At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, how are we feeling? It is Monday. We close it out tonight, week four. Vegas at the Chargers sitting three right now. As we say hi, welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. How you doing today, man? You doing well? I'm doing good, Patrick. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. All good. All good here. Uh, it's, you know, week four in the books. We got uh, a little bit more knowledge about our teams, and we'll move on. You know, life goes on, right? We, we should, I guess. Now, yeah. I'm going to let you somehow help us walk us through what happened last night. Do, should we start at the yeah. end with the missed 56 yarder and the thought process going into kicking it? Or you want to start somewhere else with Pat's bucks, 1917 bucks winner. Well, I mean, I think the way the game went, the, the pet, the Patriots couldn't have been any happier, right? They, they encouraged them to run the ball. Uh, the Patriots knew they weren't going to be able to run the ball against the bucks. Did the, the Patriots think they would have eight carries for minus one yard? No, but they knew it was going to be tough sled and run the ball. But at the end of the, but to be in a position to win the game at the end of the game, uh, to have an opportunity, I think that's what they wanted, and they wanted to keep the games. That's why we were recommending the under, because if the if you took the Patriots and the seven or six and a half, seven, whatever it got to, uh, you needed the game to be in the twenties. You needed to be in the low twenties, and it was. It was nineteen seventeen. So, I think to me, you know there was a couple really missed opportunities and it's another example of losing before you can win. The two turnovers kill the Patriots, but more than anything, the red zone play that Mac Jones has, you know, we we tend to forget Patrick that Mac Jones is a rookie quarterback because he doesn't play like a rookie. He certainly doesn't. We kind of think we, we think the Patriots are operating without a rookie quarterback and, and they are, they're operating with one. And so he's going to make some mistakes. He's got Hunter Henry wide open in the end zone for a touchdown on the bootleg. He doesn't throw it to him. That's his number one read. Didn't throw it to him. He's got then on the third and two play, he's got Jacoby Myers going to be wide open for maybe a 15-yard gain, a 10-yard gain, maybe a 20. I don't know. It's going to be a good game. You can see Jacoby Myers react when the ball gets tipped. And they settle for the 56. Now, when they started the drive, they felt like if they got to a certain point, Foles could make the kick. Right. You know, you could, you you know, and he did it in pregame and he's been great all the, in the weather like that. You know, look, they had a chance. They didn't make the kick. Could they have stopped Brady coming back? I don't know. 
couple things. One, you astutely pointed out it actually dipped to six and a half. Although, Michael, I bet it an hour before the game here in town, and I got seven. So just to, to be clear, but most books reported closing at six and a half on this. You nailed it with the total, 49. We went under yesterday here on the Lombardi line. The question I would have for you, it's fourth and three there. It's a decimated secondary. Mac Jones was awesome last night. I mean, they rushed for a negative yard. I mean, this was yeah. all Mac. Nothing was set up with the run. Why attempt it there when it had hadn't rained like that all night? It just kept on accelerating as far as the rain. You know, I, I don't have the answer to that. I think that, you know, when you look at their third down package in the game, they were terrible. You know, they were two for nine on third down, and that would have been a bigger third down. And I think that that probably he felt more comfortable kicking than he did going for it. I think just ultimately they they struggled to protect. I mean, this has been the problems for the Patriots one and three team. The la- their offensive line, which I felt would be a strength, isn't been right. And Max and and their ability to handle control the line of scrimmage. This was a classic game that I never felt the the Patriots were in control of the game. They never were. They were in the lead at times, but they weren't in control. And I think that they took the opportunity to kick it. You know, I'm sure if you had to do it again, they probably wouldn't. I thought it was I thought they were going to go for it on fourth and two. But I think they made the decision and they felt going into that drive, if they got to a certain point, he would make that kick because he's been so reliable for them. And I wrote down last night while watching the game, I'm like, Mac Jones is not afraid. Like there, there is uh, no. when he's in the pocket and he's looking, he's going through his progressions and like this kid is, he's completely like you mentioned, he makes mistakes. He's going to make mistakes. Any quarterback, including rookies, obviously, but he just, uh, he's got a pocket presence about him and he's just not afraid. They didn't have a run game and he was hanging in there. If they get that line fixed and where he is today, where he's going to be eight weeks from now is going to be really good. It's going to be really good. And people say, well, you don't throw the ball down the field. You can't throw it down the field when you can't protect. Yes. You know, and they go out and they attack him. And had they had James White in that game, Brandon Boland did a nice job. But, you know, James White's got that third down where they run that trick play and he ends up, he looked like he was running in molasses. Mm-hmm. Love Brandon Bolden, great kid, but there's no explosiveness. They miss James White and J.J. Taylor fumbles. Their running backs have fumbled too much. Cost them, they should be a two and two team. Mm-hmm. They're better than Miami. They turned the ball over way too much against the Saints. They couldn't block the Saints, and they couldn't block Tampa up front. And that's really the essence of the game, where the strength is it didn't happen. And they did a good job of of making Brady not get into a rhythm. A lot of that was the weather. They made him make some throws that Brady's not great at. They took their chances on Brady's deep throws. Sometimes he hit, sometimes he missed. But for the most part, they, they said, okay, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to make a play longer than 28 yards. And they didn't. You know, it's the old formula. We're going to play great in the red zone. We're not going to let the ball get thrown over our head. You can have it 33 minutes. Go ahead. But if you don't score in the red zone, this will be a fourth quarter game, and we'll try to try to win it then. The Tom Brady angle and the Bucks angle, Michael. The look, yeah. at the defense, this is going to become an issue. I mean, they're just completely – all of a sudden, Sherman's CB1. Like, this is an issue. Right. they got to play zone, and anytime they play against a team that can protect – now, this week they hit Miami – which Miami can't, you know, Miami's going to have a hard time protecting against them. But in Miami, if they try to play man-to-man against them, Miami will get killed. Gronk not being in that game really helped New England. It really helped New England. So, but, I mean, Tampa's a different team now. Their, their, defense is, is all, their defense is all about their front and their linebackers. Their linebackers are really good. But they, don't have, they can't cover anybody. Carlton Davis, it looked like he tore his, his quad muscle. He's not coming back. I mean, this is going to be very challenging for them to repeat let them go undefeated. Oh, they're not going undefeated anyway. I forgot about that. But the best part about my night last night, Patrick, hmm. can I tell you? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I muted the television at 7 o'clock. It was the greatest evening of my of all time. There, no sound at all. I didn't have to listen to any of the Brady Bill. I didn't listen to any of it. I turned the game on at 8.20. I saw the, at the kickoff. And it was muted the entire night. I, my blood pressure didn't go up. I didn't get mad at the announcers. It was beautiful. What a wonderful evening. I encourage everyone to do it. I got an idea for book number three. Michael Lombardi's mm-hmm. Zen guide to watching the NFL. And the Zen is you're <laughs> sitting in silence. And you can go through. Yeah. You can write. I don't want to listen to it. Your Zen I guide. mean, like, Will Hill's texting me. And, uh-huh. 
you know, and, and, and so I'm like, there was a huge call in the game that got missed, right? It was a huge call in the game. And I don't know if, and, uh, Will said they didn't mention, they didn't even, Collinsworth didn't even mention it. But when the, when the Patriot, when the, when the Patriots punted the ball back, when, when we were talking about when, when, uh, Brandon Bowler didn't get that first down. That was critical. That was huge, right? Mm-hmm. It became fourth and two. I thought he was going to get it. They took the delay of the game penalty. They pinned the Bucks at the five. On the on the second down play, on the first and ten play, on the, no, excuse me, on the second and six play, he throws for 28 yards. There was a huge, huge holding call right there. Huge. Flagrant right in front of Vinovich. Never called it. The officiating has been, um, how do I say, horrible, precarious. I mean, I and that, look, and this isn't why the the Patriots lost. I mean, the Patriots were fortunate enough to have an opportunity to kick a field goal at the end of the game. They were fortunate to be where they were. They played well. They played well in the red area. I think if you're a Patriot fan, you got to feel really good about you're you're a young team with a rookie quarterback, right? And you got to feel like, look, we got some momentum now. We got to go into Houston this week, and we got to build on what we did. We cannot turn this ball over. We've got to protect the football better. We've got to get better in the kicking game. We've got to get better in our offensive line. But at least now, after four weeks, Belichick can walk into his office, and on his whiteboard, he can write, these are the five things we have to do to improve this football team. Well, you said it, and I think well put. It's probably they deserve to be 2-2, two and two, and they have so much to build on and so much to work on. I mean, I just can't get over how badly the offensive lines, but they can't run block. They, they can't, can't push anybody off. Trent Brown, I thought he was going to play. I guess he went out there in pregame and he couldn't go. You know, the calf injury is hurt. I mean, that's been a significant four-week injury. He got seven plays in the game against in the opening game. I mean, that's been significant. But they're going to get better. They have to get better. And this Mac Jones, I mean, let me ask that's you this awesome. question. I mean, say Kyle Shanahan was now I know you're not allowed to talk about this because Twitter says that that Trey Lance is great and you're not allowed to talk about this because Trey Lance is the MVP of the league. A lot of people have voted for him, yeah, so you can't talk about this. But yep. let me ask you this question. Kyle Shanahan last night went home, turned on his TV. Disappointing game. What do you think he was thinking? I think after the 15th straight completion, then the 16th straight completion, then the 17th straight, and think he said, I'd like that accuracy. That would work well in my yeah. offense with the run game we have. Coming off the run with it, Mac Jones, that'd be great. Yeah, do you, you, you think it might have said, when it was third and five in San Francisco, when you needed to get back in the game and he ran a jet sweep to De- Debo Sweeney, like, do you think that might've been the like, tri- okay, the trick I, I don't trust my, when a coach gets yeah, that I don't tricky, trust my quarterback. <laughs> when he's going deep into the trick bag like that, he doesn't trust Trey Lance. How about what he said after the game to all these people who have written and commented on how great Trey Lance has looked at practice. Kyle Shanahan just sent him right home. Well, he looked like a guy who was playing in his first start. He he also said, he and, looked like and a... we spent and we spent a summer talking about how great Trey Lance was having a summer. This is what and, and remember we said on the show that that Jimmy G was laughing that anybody thought he was going to get beat out. He also said Trey Lance looked like the number two quarterback because that's what he is. You traded away your future. You mortgaged the future. For a guy that you're completely clowning. And you by got, the way, he's going to be starting. He got talked out of it. He got talked out of it. He's going to be starting because Garoppolo said he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So great start. That's right. Michael, New York, New York. When we come back. The Sinatra <laughs> Open. Let's, let's do it. Sinatra Open. Come to a Lombardi line near you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football season is here, of course. BetMGM is the place to be, Matt Santos. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that state-issued ID. You're ready to go within minutes. Again, it's BetMGM.com. It's king of sportsbooks. They had a great um, a bunch of bonuses and a bunch of options for you to bet this weekend as far as parlays. 21 years or older, gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. We'll get you back here on a Monday. Just taking a – this is – I feel like this is an exciting game tonight, no? I mean, two, two, two teams that offensively should be able to get something done. You got a total of 51 and a half tonight uh, in Los Angeles at SoFi with the Chargers hosting an undefeated Raiders team. There's there's going to be some juice to this game on a Monday night. Juice? Juice? We're looking- we got the perfect guy for juice. <laughs> Give me some juice. Give me Tiger. Give me Tiger. I think we'll get it going. Uh, look, I think this will be a great game tonight. I mean, could there have been a better game? What do you think the rating? What's the over-under on the ratings last night? Um, I don't know, but the game stunk. The game was terrible last night. Let's Can we just well, be the clear? the weather made it terrible. It's just like Brady was bad. Brady was taking these deep shots, Michael. No, I'm just giving it from just a novice fan. But Brady was taking deep shots when it did appear that he didn't need to as much. Is that mean? like... Uh, there was one throw to Brown. Brown. I think that's what they wanted him. They wanted they him to wanted throw him? the ball down the field. They wanted him to throw it down the field, and they wanted him to run the ball. Brisket, no biscuit. Brisket, no biscuit. You know. That's. Uh, I mean, what does Bruce do during the game? Hangs out. Bruce looks like he looks like he is. I mean, he looks like he's like one of those guys who's packed with like the the like bombing equipment on his body, doesn't he? Like, are you calling him the things. Unabomber? What just happened? I did not call him that. I did not call him that. It looked like he was like, if he walked into a bank looking like that, would you you be worried? Yeah, I would be. I'd, I'd grab my wallet. He, Of course you he would. He doesn't call the like, offense. Oh, my God, duck. <laughs> yeah. The other, thing, the other thing is I'd like to know, and I am keep asking, I'm going to keep asking, like, what is what is Nick Sirianni highlighting? Did he highlight the fact that the Chiefs allowed nine of ten third downs to be converted in that game? Did he highlight that? The only third down that wasn't converted in the Eagle Chief game, the only one, was the interception by Mahomes. And what you're referencing I mean, like, is the fact that he's got 23 highlighters on his visor. Is that what you're I referencing? Mean, like, what is it? That, what are they? What are they doing? Like his mama should say, like Nick, this doesn't look good. Really? It's, like it doesn't look. Hey, good. You know who did enjoy the game? Kansas City, by the way, late uh, close seven, uh, total of 54. You know who did enjoy the game? Will Hill. There were no punts in the game. He loved it. Yeah, no puns. Loved it. Between Kansas City and Philadelphia. Look, here's where I think us is we are a betting network. We give betting advice. I think we need to put this game in perspective. And I, I don't, I didn't, I know you didn't want to go here, but we will. No, go for it. If whatever the chief line is from here on out, I think Andy Reid knows that there's no lead that he, that the other that his defense can hold. I mean, there's no lead that his defense can hold. And so I think he's going to always have his foot on the gas. I think he's always going to be trying to score. And if you laid the seven with the Chiefs yesterday, which was a smart play, we talked about it on the show, then you knew he was going to keep trying to score. He scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Remember, he didn't score any points against Baltimore in the fourth quarter, right? He had 28 going into the fourth, and he put two touchdowns on him. So I think as betters, 
you know, when we see this, especially when he's playing against the team that can move the football, when he's playing the Chargers or he's playing, you know, the Raiders, I think you could take them and feel like they're going to cover the spread because he's going to keep scoring if you feel that they could stop him. That's a point I think I learned over week four of the season. 42-30, the Chiefs beat Philly in Philly. Goes well over the total, obviously, uh, with 72 points scored. One thing you say about Kansas City is, you know, and demoralizing for Phillies, Kansas City ran the ran the ball for two, what two hundred yards, and Mahomes yeah. averaged well, almost. Well, Philly safeties were Philly safeties were basically in Wilmington. I mean, the stadiums in South Philly, their safeties were in Wilmington. They were so deep. I mean, it was they were so far out. I mean, literally, Patrick, if you watch this game, if you watch this game, it looks like the Chiefs are on punt returns in most of the game. It looks like they're punt returning it. That's how wide open the space is. Well, at least it worked I mean, out well. I have well. no idea what the Eagles are doing defensively. I have no idea. Like, in the last two weeks, now, going into last week, they only really pressured twice all year in three games. Yesterday, they did a little bit more pressure. But they're a zone drop, spot drop team from the Matt Eberflu school. And they have no speed in the secondary. They're not as bad as your Lions, but they don't have speed or the ability to play. And there was, it was, it was, I mean, this is Elmer Fudd duck hunting season there. They were just, I mean, Mahomes, shoot, shoot, here we go. It was 9 for 10 on third down. Well, the sagging coverage worked out well for the for the Eagles because Tyreek Hill only had 11 receptions for 186 yards and three touchdowns. So why would we stop well. him? Why would we stop him? Why would, why would we double him? him? Why would you plan? Yeah, why would we double him? Like, Kelsey had four catches. I know this hurt Bill. He had four catches for 23 yards. Great. Let Kelsey have all the catches for Berman's fantasy team and for the game. And, you know, let you can't let Tyreek Hill have 186 yards of offense. You're going to lose. But to your point, I mean, I mean he, the, Andy Reid doesn't even want to run the ball and he ran for 200 yards because <laughs> it was all punt returns. I know. I know. And to your point, the hill chasm between he as wide receiver one in the NFL and everybody else is not just, even close. It's Can really, we stop, it's, it's, please? It's, it's a ridiculous conversation. I mean, he is so much. I mean, how about he away. catches? He, he catches that curl on the first touchdown mm-hmm. and there's about four or five people. And then all of a sudden he is. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. I mean, he took off. It was over. I mean, he didn't get it in the end zone. Barely. Dante Smith had a day. He didn't score, but he did have seven receptions, an average of almost 17 and a half or 122 yards, so they may have something there. It is such a perplexing. Again, the average was good for The Eagles said they were going to run the ball more. They said they were going to run the ball more, Patrick. Uh, They didn't. Guess how many times they ran it. Guess how many times they ran it in the game. 20. I think they ran it. Yeah, they ran it 15. They ran 19 times. Yeah, but a couple of those times. were like Rager had a carry. Well, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, uh, Miles Sanders, who we're going to get the ball to more. He had two carries. <laughs> well, Hurts does well, all the running for them. But they're running Oklahoma's offense. I know they're running Oklahoma. I mean, somebody stop. They're running this. They should really the Eagles. They should get the sooner, the, the boomer. What's that bus? What's that little wagon they have at the, at, at the stadium? The boomer sooner bus. They need to get yeah. that at the Eagle. The sooner, the sooner patrol, whatever the, the hell that is. Express. <laughs> yeah. They need to bring that into the, the link. They're running the sooner's offense. They're not Man, that's very. What they're I mean, look, the, there's some cologne that was the Atlanta Falcons in week one that changed the perception after week one of this Philadelphia team. This Philadelphia team is watching them and it's just they look completely hurts is doing everything he possibly can but he looks completely lo- and also they didn't have their offensive line they couldn't block yesterday it was just a disaster Shocking. injuries in the only offensive lineman that they had planned to start the season with was kelsey at center everybody else was new in there That's we right. don't know what happened to lane johnson but he wasn't playing and, and look they moved the ball they had 461 yards but it was all loose plays Hurts is running around. That was another road team that won. By the way, the road teams who continue to roll, 9-6 and six straight up and ATS yesterday yeah. across the NFL. And then also 33-29 and 29 straight up, 35-27 ATS for the road teams, hitting at a 56.5% ATS clip. So, again, we, we talked about it for the last three years. The, the mitigation of home field advantage continues. And now the crowds are there, yeah. and the road teams continue to win and cover. 
I mean, like, look, the Cardinals walked in there and just basically told the Rams, we don't really care. We're going to just, I mean, they just really, that game was a perfect example of the road team coming in and taking the game over. You know, and Seattle goes into San Francisco. I know they lost their starting quarterback. I know they lost their kicker. But, you know, they go in there and get the, the, the San Francisco allows four for four in the red zone. I mean, they did a great job on Russell Wilson. Only like 250 yards of total offense for the team. But, you know, they walk out of there. I mean, I, I just think to me, me personally, as I look back on week four and examine mistakes and things that I need to improve on, I think counting on Denver to have home field advantage might be a mistake because they didn't look like they were any advantage at home field yesterday at all. We have to discuss that. Um, also, I think the rookies heading week four, as we come out of week four, they all acquitted themselves quite nicely based on the previous performance. Lawrence was good. Wilson was good. You know, con contextually, Justin Fields was good. That's a bad defense he's playing. And Mac Jones was good. Well, all yeah. rookies, you know, played better I mean, than look, they had. Let's, let's give them. Give them their credit. I mean, Fields against the bad defense play well. You know, that was a good play, right? We we know that Zach – we knew Tennessee had nobody on defense. I mean, Tennessee was just hanging on by a thread. Jets were a really good play at seven. We talked about it yesterday on the show. The Jets and the Giants, which is what we wanted to hit on. The Giants – I mean, Daniel Jones throws for 400 yards yesterday. I mean, the, well. the Saints basically took their foot off the gas. They They really did. They had a chance to put the game away in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't do it. That was a little reminiscent of the Stanford-Oregon game, where if you took the Giants and laid and got the seven and a half, you thought you might not be able to win that bet, and you ended up winning the game outright. You won, you won on the field. Absolutely. You nailed it. As seven-point dogs at New Orleans. Good job there. We'll get to the Jets as well coming up in just a bit. How did Thomas Gable do? My guess is he did well because the dogs covered. We'll find out next here on the Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it is the Lombardi line. And again, betting splits. You asked for them. We got them. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v Check out the current betting splits data. New feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see the public is betting and where they're going with the cash. Okay, it's odds, data, analysis for every game. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com and check out the new edition of betting splits. Okay, Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome in Th Thomas Gable, of course. He runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. As we say good morning to Thomas, we were wondering how you did yesterday. My guess is you did pretty well because we had more dogs cover. So how'd you do? Now, we had a very good day. And uh, yeah, good afternoon, Michael. Good morning, Patrick. Yeah, yesterday was a very good day. Uh, I think on the early slate, I think the only two games that didn't go our way were were the Chiefs and the Eagles. We didn't, didn't find any Philadelphia money here uh, yesterday, so the Chiefs covering in that one wasn't a good result. And the uh, the Jets, the Jets winning, and um, that, that game got bet down. Titans opened seven and a half point favorites. They they closed five and a half point favorites. And uh, we had a lot of Jets money yesterday. Uh, not so much with the Giants. Uh, the Giants didn't really hurt us. We actually did pretty well uh, with that result with the Giants win because that, that canceled out a lot of uh, teasers. But, uh, yeah, the Jets hurt us for sure. And the Eagles there, I don't – who knows really what's going on with that team. I mean, they keep talking about wanting to prioritize running the ball, and I think they only had maybe 11 <laughs> Rushes outside of Hertz, who, you know, those aren't planned uh, rushes when, when Hertz runs the ball. But, uh, I mean, they just they couldn't keep up with the Chiefs. I mean, I really had moments of line issues there with guys being up. I mean, no one tried to run the ball. Hey, we're going to give Thomas a call back here. Michael, we want to respond to, as we got a bad line, we'll get him right back up. Uh, he did mention what you yeah. mentioned, and that was, I know it's a big talk in the area, the Eagles pretending to run the ball. How could you not run the ball after the absence of a rush last week? I mean, you'd, you'd feel like you'd overcompensate if you're Sirianni. No, because Sir, Sirianni's getting his instructions from their analytical department. I mean, that's the, the analytical department in, the, in, in Philadelphia thinks running the ball is a huge mistake. You know, they won a Super Bowl with two backs that average over five yards a carry. But that, that's, that, that they don't realize how they won a Super Bowl. Like, you've got to be able to. One of the things that killed New England was they, there was no runs you could get to. 
I mean, if they had a little balance on third and two when they had to play, you know, maybe they could stick a run in there and get a first down, but they couldn't. When you're all past, when you're throwing 48 times and Jalen Hurts is your quarterback, you got a chance at making some mistakes with protection calls, with the mic point out, with all the things that happened. He didn't turn the ball over great, but you never get control of the game. You never get control of the game. Running the football is not about being establishing the run. It's about controlling the pace of the game. And when you're playing against an offense that is so dynamic like the Chiefs, you got to control the pace. New England did it last night by throwing short passes, by swings and getting three yards, four yards on first down, getting that 19 straight completions because they didn't have a running game. And that's how they control the pace. And they still played only 28 minutes of offense. They, they, they're on the field defensively 33 minutes. That kills you. Thomas Gable is back, race and sports book director at the Borgata. Do you need any ticket writers? Because maybe Sirianni, if he brings his resume by over the next uh, few months, could, could you hire him, Thomas? I'll at least give him an interview. <laughs> yeah, you should. He'll bring his highlighter with you. <laughs> he will have plenty yeah, of highlighters. Yeah, he can do that. He can certainly uh, <laughs> highlight some sheets for us and uh, maybe do some copying. Yeah. yeah, you should. Um, last night, we talked about the preponderance of tickets being written up on the New England Patriots, excuse me, pardon me, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm thinking Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. How'd that game turn out for you at the Borgata? A small winner on the game. Uh, that was actually the best possible result, the way that ended, with, with Tampa winning the game outright, not covering, and staying under. That's exactly what we needed to happen there. Um, you know, the Buccaneers, there was a lot of parlay liability built up on them. Uh, you know, the t some teasers were still alive on them. They they uh, obviously cashed, um, but we we definitely were would lose money if the Patriots had uh, won that game outright because uh, we were taking some some Patriots money on the uh, on the money line, and the the money in that game on the spread were, was evening out as the day went. We were taking more and more New England money as the day went on, so it wasn't a big decision like it probably was in a lot of places. Uh, for us, but you know, we we ended uh, with a, a decent result in that game. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, please, Mike, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, Patrick. No, no uh, I mean, yeah. look, there was so much money on the Bucks. There was so much money on the Bucks that it, you know that it must there was and there was a late push as Thomas and I talked about and you on Sunday. There was a late. There was a lot of late New England money coming in, significant. Yep, and like you said. Ended up closing six and a half. I actually got it at seven, as I mentioned, but most books close six and a half to your point. Okay, so tonight, Michael and I were discussing this a little bit, TG. It's a pretty fun game on paper. Raiders at the Chargers. Where did you open on the Monday night tilt and where are you sitting right now? As we opened Chargers laying three and a half uh, with a total of 52 and a half. Currently, Chargers are laying three. The, the total has ticked down one point to 51 and a half. And uh, the Raiders, you know, putting their undefeated record on the line tonight against the 2-1 Chargers. Uh, Derek Carr, he leads the league in deep passing attempts, completion, and passing yards. Uh, but overall, their, their defense, they're allowing 355.7 yards per game uh, on defense. And they'll have their hands full in this one against Justin Herbert. Uh, through three games, uh, through the three games that they played this year, the first three weeks, San Diego has the uh, San Diego, excuse me, Los Angeles has the best uh, wide receiver duo in the league in uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They have combined to catch 43 passes for 553 yards and five TDs. And while these two aren't the fastest guys in the league, it appears that Herbert can rely on them to win their matchups, and he can target them in the red zone. And uh, they've been coming through for him. So tough uh, task here for the Raiders tonight, uh, but. We've already seen some money here push this total down one point, but uh, the Chargers are uh, getting bet. We have uh, about two to one ticket count right now on the Chargers here. You know, I, I mean, this will be an interesting. How about the over, Thomas? Where are you on that? Are you getting a lot of over money? Because you would think on surface, both these teams, offensive-minded, offensively, they're really good. They can make big plays. They can control the football. I mean, this this game, you would think, leans to an over. Have you seen a lot of over money? We, we have. It's pretty balanced um, for the total. 
the I mean it's a high total, fifty one and a half. We opened even higher, but uh like you said, they, both these teams, you know, can put up points, but uh it's pretty uh even action right now on the total here. Dogs eight and six so far week four and the unders eight and seven week four. That's good that's good news for you, Thomas Cable. Also these road teams keep winning. So that's good. Road teams winning ATS, that's good news for the book, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, we we've had uh, through the first four weeks of the NFL, we've we've held very well. It's been it's been good results for us, um, and hasn't happened the last couple of years where we've had like four weeks in a row to start the season where we, we've had really good results. But uh, that's been the case this year so far, and you know it, it's you know one of the things and. We, we preach this all the time. I was kind of preaching to the choir on VEASAN. Uh, you know, the people who are listening to these types of shows, uh, you, you have to. You really have to to get those nuggets and uh, to be successful. And, you know, listening to Michael, I know his picks have been uh, pretty hot this year on the games that he gives away every week. So, I mean, if you just listen and you, you take some nuggets away every week, uh, you can you can make some money here. But, uh, you know, the vast majority of the public probably, uh, you know, they're just going to bet with their heart, and uh, but that means opportunity for the rest of it. A really nice way of saying that you won some money, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're happy. Michael goes two and one with his picks yesterday. If people listened, they would have won some money. But in the end, as the as the book, you won some money, so you're in a good mood today, TG. We're happy for you. Will you need? A, are you going to need a team tonight with the Raiders and Chargers? It looks like right now we're going to need the Raiders tonight. Okay. Do you think, hmm, interesting, is it going to stick three or will it get back to three and a half? Uh, it, it it could tick back to uh, to three and a half right now, uh, I, I think. So, um, again, you know, we're not in Las Vegas. I'm sure the situation will be different out there with people betting their hometown team, but – uh, here, you know, it, it certainly could get back to three and a half here. Oh, well, well put. It's going to stay well, the three, on three here. The, the three yeah. here, the three here is with juice at what's at one twenty. So it's headed to three and a half here too. Yeah, and in town regionally, I, I think we'll, we'll probably stick with that three because there's going to be a lot of Raiders money. But there in Jersey, you guys might get a three and a half. Well done, Thomas. Congratulations. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Thanks TG. Okay, Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director at the Borgata. Next, we can talk with Will Hill about the William Hill Bowl, and that was the Eagles and the Chiefs. Zippy punts as we continue here on the Lombardi Line. Presented by BetMGM, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, 200 bucks tonight. It's yours. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. You bet 10 bucks, you win 200 for new bettors. Over at BetMGM, if either Vegas or Los Angeles scores a touchdown, that's going to happen. You're going to win the cash. You got to use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200, BetMGM.com, or download the BetMGM app again. 200 bucks is yours. If either Las Vegas or Los Angeles scores a touchdown, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Michael Lombardi hanging out there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. Here comes our buddy Will Hill, who we were just discussing the Will Hill Bowl, which was between Kansas City and Philadelphia. No punts, which warmed your little heart, I'm guessing. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's uh, the new age of football. That uh, I don't know that Kansas City can really win the Super Bowl. I guess when you have Mahomes, you have a chance. When you're that bad on defense, it, it's going to be hard for them. They're going to have to either really improve or – you know, they're not going to be able to win three playoff games. They're probably not going to be you know, in line to get a bye either. They're just they're going to struggle every week to stop people. Michael, you know, it's funny. This, you know, this. I don't know if it was the will because there was no fourth down attempts by the Chiefs no. in this game. That that's how amazing this game was. Think about this, Patrick. That's the insane. Chiefs ran sixty-three that's... offensive plays. They never got a fourth down. Sixty-three offensive plays. No, never had to run a fourth down. They ran sixty-three offensive Whoa. plays. They scored forty-two points. I mean, per point per play. I mean, they only had the ball 30 minutes and 52 seconds of the game. I mean, this is, I mean, this is coaching malpractice at its highest form. I mean, you basically just allowed them to do anything they wanted. This is a high school game. They basically went against a high school, no disrespect to high school. Well, his coordinators, style his coordinators are Leo's age, right? I mean, Sirianni hired a bunch of well, Leo's. Leo's going to turn four in December. Okay, Dom's a little bit older. Well, he, yeah, I would say probably Mikey's age. Yeah, yeah Mikey, a little over two. Mikey's yeah. age. Now, yeah. in a game, we we have to. Well, I apologize for your Vikings, but we have mm. to discuss what was going on. First off, Cleveland's defense is awesome. Baker was horrific in this game. I mean, I know you watched it all. Tell me what your takeaways from this. Browns. He was so bad. He, yeah, he was so bad. They left a lot of points on the field. I think the biggest play of the game, it was seven, nothing, a couple minutes left in the half, fourth and goal. The Vikings get a stop. They get called for a tick tacky holding call ends up being a touchdown, then a two point conversion. Cause there was a penalty on the kick, but uh, Cleveland was the better team, the right side. I thought, you know, for all the people that love cousins, it doesn't show up on the stat sheets, but uh, on the stat sheets, but look, you get the ball back a minute left, decent field position, one timeout. You can't run out of time there. There's too many times where he just throws the ball four or five yards inbounds. Mm -hmm. They waste 20, 25 seconds. It's not going to show up on the stat sheet, but you know, there's 10 seconds left yesterday. He throws the ball five yards. I mean, what is, what different you're at the 32 to get it from the 26 and then you only get one shot at the end zone. So for all the people that love cousins, there is a lot of that where he just throws the ball underneath. Now, a lot of it is they can't protect and that's part of it. But part of it is just sometimes you got to take a chance and throw the ball down the field. You know, there's a trend here, and I said this before the game, and I was on the wrong side of this game, but whenever he plays against a really good outside rushers, and this was when Green Bay, two years ago when they had the Smith brothers really coming off the edge, this really bothers him, and they get into his head, and then we get one of these Cousins-like games where, like Will said, he's throwing a five-yard check down. Even if it's complete, it's the wrong play, right? And so there's something about when he feels going into the game that he can't protect, that it just shows up. And to me, for as bad as Baker played and the Browns to win, you know, that's a miracle because Cousins played just as bad as, as, as Baker did. So the stats for Cousins, and Will, I know you know him by heart, if he starts in the late window, he doesn't win. Yeah. And if he plays against a team above 500, he's got like eight wins in his career. I mean, it is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's bizarre. And look, he's the kind of guy, if everything's going well, he throws a nice ball. He can throw it deep. He can throw it with accuracy. But any sort of turbulence, it, it doesn't go well. I think I could probably get yeah. open for a 20-yard seam <laughs> against Patrick Peterson or Breland as well. I mean, some of those guys in the secondary are shot. 
You did win. I I was looking through my notes for the plays from yesterday. I feel like you went three and uh, Michael went two and one with his official picks. Two and two. So give us give us the plays and what and if you would have done anything differently here. Three and two. If you want to include my Yankees who were going to the playoffs. Hey, congratulations. Uh, I appreciate that. Waited until the uh, bottom of the ninth to score a run. I mean, it's crazy. It comes down to that. But um, Jets and Giants covered the ugly ones. Uh, Atlanta really was kind of a bad beat. I mean, they were leading most of the way. Thought McKissick maybe go out of bounds and they kick the field goal on the final play, but he ends up scoring and uh, and Washington steals that game. But uh, two and two ended up, you know, okay day. Fifteen and five in the contest, so can't complain too much. Doing okay. Fifteen and five in the contest is tremendous. Doing okay. Hanging yeah, in there, plugging keep, along. If he if he keeps going at that, you know, that's the one thing about these contests. I mean, I was looking the other day. I was talking to Berman, and somebody was somebody going into this past weekend was undefeated. I think it was fifteen and zero or her. I'm not sure who it is, but you can't keep that pace. I mean, if you can keep it around 74 percent for the year, you're going to win the damn thing. That's all you have to do, Will. Hit seventy four percent of your that's bets, it. you're going to win the cash. <laughs> There was a syndicate a few years back that hit like 80% for the season. It was insane. Wow. It was like wow. 78%. It was just like, I mean, there's so many numbers in the contest, but 15 and five is tremendous. Let's talk about one you won here. The Jets ended up getting bet down to five and a half, 27, wow. 24 overtime win versus the Titans here. I, I, I feel like the game went on forever is one thing that I take away from it. Just kept on going and going and going. It did. And look, I mean, these survivor uh, pools, if you're in one, you're probably still in one. That might have been one that knocked people out because we haven't gotten, you know, for as well as the dogs have done against the spread, there hasn't been that one like massive upset, that bracket buster. Uh, yesterday was pretty close. I mean, the Titans probably still going to win that division. All the Colts win a game. Maybe you can't count count them out, but I uh, thought the Jets played well. Wilson looked decent. Um, I mean, t- Titans still almost rushed for about 200 yards, but they are not good on defense. I mean, the Titans probably get in the playoffs. Maybe they can win a game, but um, you know, they're a little like the Chiefs light where they're really good on offense, but they are just not good enough on defense. You know, I was just looking up as we talked about that. And I want to touch on this, that the, the guy who was 15 and oh, going into this weekend ended up three and two. So eventually it's going to come around, right? He had the Panthers. He had the Giants, the Chiefs, the Cardinals and the Steelers. So, you know, it's hard to maintain that level as you go through this. And I think that each week, if you can stay, avoid the 0-5 or the 1-4s, you're going to be there at the end. But so he's 18-2 and two now. It's all, keep, yeah, chasing, keep chasing, Will. You'll get there. The, um, the, yeah. two, the, the injuries we talked about, Michael, with the Titans, of course. Um, Tannehill, I, the one thing that stood out for me, and you can talk about Wilson – but the Jets' defense was constantly in Tannehill's grill. Right, and we know this from the opening weekend when when the Cardinals were in, were in his grill, that if they get behind in any game and they have to drop back pass, it's a problem. And when they can't control the pace of the game with their running game, and the, and the Chiefs have, excuse me, the Jets have great speed, they're able to run to the football, they play hard on defense, they do all those things. You know, and they were able to keep this game close, keep it clamped down so it didn't get away from them. And I thought Wilson would throw the ball well. I thought that Wilson would play well in this game only because the Titans are so bad on defense. They didn't have Dupree. They didn't have half their team. And so injuries do play a factor. And I think that's something you have to really strongly consider is these injuries are really problematic. The Giants cover, Will, you can go there. Or if there's something that you took from last night's Tampa Bay, New England game, just Random musings. Anything you take away from week four? Hey, I really enjoyed the Tampa New England. I know it wasn't the prettiest game. And, you know, usually these storylines, the drama, I don't get too much into it. But Brady versus Belichick, Brady in that building wearing a different uniform to me was, I mean, that's that's just something we're not going to see anything as unique as that. I mean, Jordan playing against the Bulls, that's a long time ago. He had a couple years off in between. Uh, LeBron's bounced around from team to team. So I, I thought the drama was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and I think Tampa's really just starting to get beat up. It's death by a thousand cuts. They were extremely healthy last year, and that's part of winning it all is getting some luck with the health, and they're starting to really get beat up, especially in the secondary. I mean, the Patriots were picking on Sherman play after play. And look, if Mac Jones without an elite weapon can just throw, nine, what was it, 18, 19 compl- uh, consecutive completions against Tampa, uh, some of these better passing attacks are really going to pick them apart. Probably give props. Yeah, to I your, think there's no doubt. You should give yeah, props Patrick, to your son. No you should give props to your son, whose receivers caught like everybody. There was like ten guys that caught a ball, huh? Yeah, they were. They did good. You know, I'm. Yeah, well, it's all. Yeah, that's right. She was at the game too. She uh, <laughs> helped coach him up a little bit there. But I, I think this. You know, I think when you watch the game, I mean, 
the, the, all the problems that really start, Will said they need an elite playmaker. They do, but part of their issues are that when you watch the tape, they have guys open. Mac just doesn't have a lot of time to throw the football. It, it really, the, the problems start with there's no sense of comfort with the protection. He, he's not confident that he's going to get protected. You know, because I tell you what, the throw, the touchdown pass he makes to Hunter Henry where he looks across, you know, he's nervous he's going to get hit and he makes a great throw. But, you know, that that lack of protection has really taken a toll on him. But yet his eye level's still up. Yeah, he hangs in there. You're right about that. Will, we got about 30 seconds of play for tonight. Do you have a lean? Lean to the over. Both these teams throw about 65% of the time. I, if you're going to play the Chargers, I would lean towards the money line. If I had to lay the three or take the three, I would lay it. I just don't trust their kicking issues. You can never trust the Chargers. More of a home game for the Raiders. They have more f- fans in L.A. than the Chargers, but I do think the Chargers win the game. Raiders really haven't been haven't been uh, tested in the secondary like they will be tonight. Not the Will Hill Point Spread Weekly. Great job, Will. Enjoy your Monday Appreciate night. You Thank guys. you, Will. Okay. Thank Decent.com slash subscribe. See you guys. And a good plug. A tale of Thanks, two halves Will. in Dallas to, last night. We'll talk about Carolina, Dallas next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 